Hello, everyone. Welcome to Trek to the Holodeck. We're back. We're live in sunny Los Angeles, California. We're back into Star Trek after our little uh, Orvillian detour last week. Oh, you guys did Orville yeah. when I wasn't there. That you missed it. it. It was fun. How was it? It was fun. We're we're gonna go back into the Orville, and we'll next time yes. we'll try to do it with all four of us because it yes. was it was a blast in the Orville. Did which one did yeah. you guys do? Did you guys do the one where he does the porn, porn program? Yeah, into yeah. Bordas's yeah. sex grotto. Yeah, it was pretty good. Yes, yeah. <laughs> the sex grotto. <laughs> oh boy, <laughs> wonderful. <laughs> Oh man, um, yeah, we're 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 live. Uh, it's you know I will say I'll be honest that we've been releasing episodes uh, a little haphazardly, uh, and that's on me most of the time. Um, we're gonna get back into a more regular swing. Well, of things, things have been busy so. starting up the new year. Jan has been on a shoot doing stuff. I new job. I went on like, uh, like crazy bender cruise with my brother. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Things have been busy. We we've been, have been busy. we've been doing life. Hopefully, we'll be back into the swing of things now that things have kind of settled down a little bit. So, mm-hmm. yeah, we're using a new uh, platform right now to try recording the podcast. It's exciting That's stuff. Interesting. So you're gonna see us as a little bit lower quality for a little yeah. while, it looks like. I can't even see uh, Darius's eyes. Same, yeah. So, Same, me neither. Yeah. He's like an impressionist painting right now. Dylan worse was. now than Dylan. Dylan was a uh, was looking the worst earlier. It's pretty bad. Now, uh, it's pretty, pretty bad. bad. But you can hear bad. us, and that's the important part. <laughs> because this you is a podcast, not a visual medium whatsoever. Yeah. So if you're listening to us, none of this matters. So... Yeah, I'll probably cut it. <laughs> you can just you can absolutely disregard it. Uh, <laughs> so should we? Let's get into it. So uh, so uh, take your uh, put your put your headphones in mm-hmm. and put your little mm-hmm. sleep mask over your eyes because this is not a visual medium. That's right. Uh, and start right. to imagine what our faces look like. It's like um, those, just imagine you're in one of those like uh, fancy restaurants in New York where they have like all the lights out and mm-hmm. it's like only a, a taste and, and auditory experience. You yes, know? exactly. No visuals. So yeah. actually just go to one of those restaurants. Go to one of those restaurants. Uh, <laughs> and uh, put, go to the, 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 not the server, but the, the maitre d', the, the, is that, that's, am I using that correctly? The, maitre d', yeah. yeah. Go to the maitre d' and, and give them your phone and say, would you please put this on over the, uh, the, the loudspeaker? Uh, and they'll say, <laughs> yeah, of course, absolutely, in this public space. Go sit back down at your dimly lit table and come with us on our Israel, sir. I disengage the safety protocols. Not that even a holographic bullet can kill. It's all a holographic simulation. Please enter program. I was thinking of something a little more intimate. Program complete. You may enter. Do you, so guys know yeah, what, so bad. do you guys know what Ortolan is? Ortolan? Ortolan. 
Is it like a strange so, pasta? No, it's not. Um, so it's actually illegal to eat ortolan in the United States. Um, it's, Is that because it's, it's like good a, for us or something? No, it's horrible. I mean, <laughs> okay. It's it's a it's good bird. Okay, it's a it's a bird that you eat whole, like okay. with its bones and its beak and everything in its head. Whoa! And the way you eat it, it was actually I think it was on an episode of Succession, but I've knew about it before. Um, and what you do is it's it's a delicacy. But the way you eat it is um, you put a, like a napkin over your head because it's like um, so horrifying. Right. It, like what you're doing is like it, uh, like uh, um, a sin, basically. Oh. And you eat it in, in one bite. You like put it in your mouth and you like chomp it. <laughs> oh, so it's a pretty small bird, I'm assuming. Yeah, it's like a, it's like, it's not a baby bird. It's just like a, like a small bird and you, and they like serve it to you and you put a napkin over your head oh to cover your eyes, like to hide yourself from God and then you <laughs> eat it. Is so it it's a like baked thing. or something? It's not a religious thing. It's, it's cooked, <clears throat> Yeah, but it's cooked whole and then you eat it whole in one bite. Ew. And the bones How is are a like, religious thing. If you're hiding yourself from God, that's a ritual. Yeah. It's just followed it along. Over the years, gotcha. probably. Yeah. And gotcha. the bones are edible. They're like... I mean, any chicken well, bones are edible. You can eat chicken bone. Yeah, but as like you're not you supposed to eat fish bones, you know? They're, they're yeah, but it's, like, yeah, they're like softened. Yeah, they're... Because okay. yeah. it's like, like... It's like boiled. You can get you can get like salmon and stuff in a can where the, the bones are still there, but they've been like oil softened down in oil that you can just ingest them. Fine. That sounds gross. Yeah. I and you eat it in fish, one. But that you gross. eat it in one mouthful, like mm. you you like crumped it. They're little snacks. They're little popcorn birds. It really? No, sounds you only like you only eat one, two, and it's very expensive. Sounds like you're supposed to eat like five. It sounds like you can get a bucket of them, like popcorn <laughs> like chicken. A popcorn thing. Yeah, yeah, popcorn birds. I think you can get them. I think you can eat them in France, but in the U.S. it's illegal. You can't eat this them sound, in the U.S. This really sounds like something that a Klingon would do. <laughs> oh, That's right. really? Yeah, yeah, because uh, there's Klingons in this episode that we watched. There are Klingons, and the Klingon. What gets episode did we faced. watch, guys? We watched Envoys. Envoys, season one, episode two of Lower Decks. So early Lower Decks. Early, early Lower, Lower Decks. Decks. This, this, what? If correct me if I'm wrong, but this one was suggested to us by Sean. Uh, uh yes, it was. Sean Farrick suggested. This Cheers, Cheers to Sean. Thank it you. It didn't have the holodeck in the memory alpha. It was just it like the memory alpha kind of missed the holodeck damn it memory alpha i think so yeah yeah so this is this was good because it was early early on we were still figuring out who these characters were when Mm -hmm. we first saw on voice and it was a good great great display of all oh of at least three of our four main characters Mm -hmm. um from lower decks and so yeah should we do a little roundabout do we want to do some credits first or we do credits we do around we do it either or Who's got credits? Written by, written by Chris Kula, directed by Kim Arndt. That, those are the only credits I see. I'm Wonderful. Sorry. Who did the music? <clears throat> the music was... I'm always bad at finding the music. Jan always has the music. Uh, Chris, Chris, Chrissy West did the theme. I know Chrissy that West. for sure. Chris Westlake. I know that. Yeah. Man, the music has gotten a little bummed out ever since we found out about what's his name. <laughs> Denny Mac. Denny Mac. Yeah, it's unfortunate. Well, hey, big plus side, Jerry Goldsmith, who did a lot of the movies, 
Uh, he <laughs> scored a movie that I watched last night that was pretty wild. It's called Chain Reaction, and <laughs> Keanu Reeves is in it. It's, it's a good-ass time. And the score ripped. So Sweet. Good there's still time. There's still some good ones out there. That's good. I'm good. glad to know about that. <laughs> that sounded sarcastic, Darius. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Great. It wasn't. Glad it wasn't to know sarcastic. about that. Cool. <laughs> uh, cool. Yeah, Chris Westlake. Chris Westlake did the music. So, yeah. Cool. Hell yeah. Thank you, yeah. Christopher. All right. We, we could do run a run about. about. Let's run it about. Run, run. So, we want to do um, Dylan, me, then Darius? Sure. Let's do it. Um, let me pull up the timer. Jan usually does the timer, but I will do it today. All right. Ready and go. So at the beginning, Boimler's like, I got this sick ass thing that I'm going to do. Uh, I'm going to transport this, this, uh, this, uh, Klingon, uh, and I can't remember. I'm forgetting names. Uh, <clears throat> uh, his friend, uh, the other main character is Mariner. like Mariner. Yeah. Sorry. Thank you. Uh, okay. So shit. Mariner, Mariner gets herself put on the, the thing as well. And the two of them lose the Klingon. So they're going around this, this planet trying to track down the Klingon and they get into sort of all sorts of shenanigans. Meanwhile, uh, Rutherford is trying to impress Tindy. So he switches out of his like favorite thing, engineering at to and starts. <laughs> Uh, trying to get into other departments so that he can watch this uh, huge uh, solar event with Tendi at the end of it. Meanwhile, we find out that uh, Boimler just kind of sucks at his job in getting this guy to where he needs to go. But then there's this uh, Ferengi, and then we find out that everybody uh, did their thing. Boimler's okay with it, uh, and <laughs> Rutherford, yeah. Dylan really fucked I'm us. sorry, guys. I'm really disappointed Dylan, in myself. Dylan forgot Mariner's name and I know, then ruined and the whole thing. I was really... <laughs> I, if I'm being honest, I was very disappointed in myself. The moment I blanked, I was like, it's over. So there's I had this a whole guy, thing Brad, planned. And he has a friend. And <laughs> I had a whole thing planned, and now I'm like really disappointed in myself. I'm sorry, guys. It's a 20 minute episode. It's okay, but I it's knew okay. everything that happened. I just want, I just want there to make that lot. clear. I, I, uh, another shout out to Lower Decks for packing a shit ton into 22 minutes. Yeah, did a great There's job. Just a lot exactly. of stuff in there. Uh, so uh, in the, in the end, uh, Blamler is mad at at Mariner because Mariner just knows everything and he studies all yeah. the time and she doesn't. And then yeah. towards the end, he's like. There's this Frangie, and the Frangie's like, "Hey, come, come in here, and uh, we'll get you home." And uh, Mariner pretends we don't know this, but pretends to not know that it's a Frangie, and gives him a dub, yeah. gives him a win. Give yeah. me a profit. <laughs> and that that little last scene where she's like FaceTiming him, uh, the Frangie was like very cute and sweet. Yeah, such a nice guy. Yeah. <laughs> Such a nice guy. Some guest star shout outs. Um, Jess Harnell as Corinne, who was our Klingon. Great. Tom Kenny as Quimp, who was the Ferengi. I knew it. Um, Carrie Walgren as the Anabage. That was the... When he when they were in Little Riza and she was like, You seek Shamaharon and she almost put eggs in his throat. <laughs> yes. Um, um 
Ryan Ridley as Bajoran uh as the Bajoran in um Sick Bay who had the who was like you should be dead <laughs> Rutherford was like how are you alive um and uh Paul Shear as Andy Billups God bless you know one thing we didn't talk about in the roundabout was the cold open which was a good cold open uh we got the uh, <laughs> yeah. energy being the energy ball. Yes, I had that in my notes. The zappy ball. <laughs> yeah. Zappy ball is going to take over, and then they're like, "Wait, hold on, give us a grant us a wish," and then they <laughs> wish for a new tricorder uh, with, with pur- batteries with a purple stripe <laughs> uh, yeah. with no power cell. Are you kidding? <laughs> <laughs> which then takes the power ball down to a little tiny little thing tiny guy that can't even get through the uniform of, <laughs> of the captain the captain <laughs> um mariner i love mariners little little like um insults uh like when um brad is wearing his dress uniform and she goes "Ooh, fancy dress uniform you getting married getting after married. this so like <laughs> <laughs> I loved his his uh, his suitcases, those big old yeah. fucking square suitcases. <laughs> when he's walking onto the fucking the ship, is uh, are wonderful. He walks onto the ship and like gives gives some orders to the people setting it up, and they're just like, "What are you doing, bitch?" We don't. This is also just a really wonderful episode to highlight Rutherford's uh, personality. I, you you mentioned it earlier, Mark. Um, his love for the the Jeffries tubes is just yeah. it's so heartwarming, and it makes me giggle every time. Well, and his willingness to like tr- like switch careers. Mm-hmm. Um, I loved that when he he was like I I can't be an engineer anymore. He told Billups that I can't be an engineer anymore. And they're like, how dare you? <laughs> Just kidding. Go live your life. That's like great. do whatever. So like chase you. your and dreams. Same thing happens when he leaves security. <laughs> yeah. Shax Shax you think Shax is gonna chew him out and he's like do what you need to do. <laughs> like everyone <laughs> in Star Trek and Starfleet is so supportive. Like <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it's it's a great episode. Um the different the different cultures it shows, yeah, you can study all you want, but living your life is the only way to to earn the to, to get the experience. Oh, that's the that's the lesson of the episode. Yeah. Oh. It, there's there's a lot of things outside the holodeck here that are jokey and fun, but then there's a lot of things inside the holodeck that are like everything I want to talk about, and I can't think of anything else. Me too. Uh, I'm blanking on everything else outside of the holodeck. Well, no, there um, there was plenty. The the no, um, I know. I just sure, saying, like, I mean, sure. my brain can't think of anything other than what's going on in the holodeck right now. I mean, all well, the Klingon they go, stuff is wonderful. Uh, and all yeah, the stuff they go on rises. Chef's kiss. Well, yeah, well, it's because they're in, they're on this planet. I don't, I don't remember the name of the planet, but they go to this planet that has like all the little districts. Mm-hmm. And so they like go to little Kronos and they meet all the, he's like, oh, my man wants hot worms. Like get him some gach. Um, and then they go to little Risa and he almost ah. gets eaten by the, the snake lady. I love um, little Risa. They go to the Andorian. Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, watch out. Andorians are super sketchy. And he's like, uh, Andorians helped found the Federation. <laughs> like we're fine here. And the Andorians were like super sketchy. <laughs> like, well, like, cause he, he it, in classic 
uh, game of this whole episode, he fucks up again. It looks right. like they're beating up on an old Andorian. And then he like tells them to stop and like stops them. I'm and just stuns a child. Them. And then the Andorian's a shapeshifter. He's like, fuck. It's a shapeshifter. Yeah. Uh, I also loved in the, the Riza district, the huge, uh, like, uh, fertility. Um, yeah, the Horgon. Yes, so he, it's like in a fountain. Ah, oh, love yeah. that. <laughs> so good. Uh, yeah, uh, everything about this episode was really great, and it really kicked off the series. I mean, Second Contact, which is the first episode of the, which is the premiere of the show, was really great, but this one really it wasn't trying to establish who the characters are. It was just like threw us in and it was really, really great. I really enjoyed it. It's a good, a, a good time. I watched it this morning and it was a very nice way to wake up. Um, a couple, my favorite bits. One that really got me, uh, was the speed walking bit. Uh, his little hips. When he says section 31 does this, Section 31 does this. <laughs> this is their, their, their thing also. Oh, so, Love that section 31 speed walks. <laughs> well, so and his good. little, the little hipsway walk in strange new worlds. When, uh, when the two of them get onto Pike's enterprise, yeah, Jack Quaid, the actor does that little speed walk as it, as himself in Incredible. the hallways of the enterprise, which is so good. <laughs> I, I get the feeling that they really love playing these characters too. It seems oh, like yeah. a joy, like just a real fun time. Well, so she um, she talks about um, on her podcast, her non Star Trek podcast, how much she loves playing Mariner and how I mean, she does it for basically no money because we know that <laughs> in animation, they don't pay their actors anything, anything yeah. um, and her and Jack Quaid especially are huge Trekkies um, and how they just do it because they love it That's and they wonderful. love these these two characters so much. That's a, a crime. But I yes. love it. It makes me very happy. It's a crime. I just want to make that clear <laughs> that it is a yeah. crime. <laughs> I love that they basically work for no money. But uh, just to be clear, it's a crime. That is a crime. They should be paid. But yes. we also love that they love Star Trek. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> um, I have something quoted in my notes and I, I don't know where. I can't remember the specific part. But it just says, my bones somebody That's says probably, my bones at some point and i can't that, remember which when he's part getting it is. beat up it's when he's getting beat up and she like <laughs> that sounds like a boimler thing from getting beat the shit my bones. out of him my bones <laughs> <laughs> my one of my favorite quotes is um when corinne gets on the uh the um the shuttle and he's like i must tell you of my many sexual exploits and that she goes bit, what oh. both of them <laughs> <laughs> Oh God! All the drinking those types of lines. They always get me. They're they're the throwaway bits that they they just like close the scene are so good. It's the comedy ones, you know. It's like this is the. It's not the Star Trek. It's the comedy part of it, right? And it's like obviously it's a joke, so it's the comedy part. But I'm just saying, like, there's there's certain aspects of it that like they hit heavily and do really well with star trek and then there's just the like throwaway comedy bits that like they could throw in any show Mm -hmm. and i think they're those are gold yeah i agree yeah this is an episode that because samuel doesn't he knows star trek but he doesn't know a lot of star trek an episode Mm -hmm. that he loves because it's 
referential, but it's it's also just funny. It's just a funny episode. Like yeah. when he's trying to talk to the taxor and he's like, ooh, 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 ooh. And it's like <laughs> something about his mother and feces or something like that. And he's just like, because yes. he doesn't know what he's saying. He's just making noises. <laughs> those like, creatures are my favorite. Do they, are those, she, where do those come from? Are those in another series? I don't know. I've never, I've never seen it before. But They're then so she just cute. like grabs his, his little coin purse and throws it and he's like my wallet and runs away my My mom's gonna kill me (laughs) but he was like i'll negotiate with it and like insulted his like the females of his species (laughs) it's so wonderful that little creature made me so so happy and i i've said this before but uh this shows such a great like entry point for anyone interested in star trek because it is just like a good ass time I watched this with my girlfriend in the morning, and it was just like, yeah, she's not a huge Trek person, but it was. It's oh, just, it sucks it's, you in it's immediately. Samuel's favorite Star Trek by far. Yeah, and yeah. him as a non-Trekkie, it's yeah. he loves it. It's yeah. so funny to him, and we watch every new season. We watch together. That's wonderful. Making my heart melt. Yeah, it, it does. It does a great job uh, introducing those Star Trek tropes and everything, but just staying funny at the same time. So. Star Trek itself is funny if you're a Star Trek person. Star Trek itself is but very like, funny. Yeah. But I feel like if you're not a Star Trek person, some of the Star Trek stuff that we think is funny, people it's, are like, this is like, just bad. Why are you like, laughing at this? <laughs> yeah. Speaking of uh, funny start episodes of Star Trek, I, I know I already sent photos to you guys, but for everybody listening, I picked up two uh, laser discs of Next Generation. They have two episodes each on them. And the Hell ones yeah. that I picked up, one zero zero one zero 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 one, because oh. I I had to see Riker say, uh, "What's your name?" and tell me you love jazz on Laserdisc. I couldn't help myself. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh God! They had them at Amoeba, and they had probably about like a hundred of them. Somebody just like yeah. had collected all of these and just cleaned them out. Movies on Laserdisc, I understand. TV on Laserdisc, like I can't imagine a more inefficient, super inefficient of of watching something. (laughs) Yeah, very inefficient. I get it. Kind of makes sense uh, with the Laserdisc player that I have because you can get two episodes on a disc, and I don't have to flip mine. So it just like yeah, it does it automatically. Just plays two episodes. Yeah, but yeah, I, I would agree. I I had the exact same thought, and I was like. I probably shouldn't get more than two of these because there's no way that I'm like going to binge all of the, it's yeah, it's not efficient at all. They're all on Paramount plus. You can just watch them. Whenever you want. Yes. Yes. But I am a compulsive media buyer. Sure. So sure. Um, right. As somebody who has been um, searching for a career for the past uh, 18 months um, I, and the, the prospect of leaving the um, career that I love because mm-hmm. I work in higher education. Um, I've been looking at 
hospitals. I've been looking at studios. I've been looking at various areas. Um, and the prospect of leaving higher education to me, uh, Rutherford storyline resonated with me and being like, Oh, do I have to leave higher education? Cause I do love higher education. Mm-hmm. Um, so I definitely felt that. And so I, for those who don't know, I don't think I've said it on the air. Uh, I recently was hired at an institution here in Los Angeles. Woo! Yes. Woo, woo. I have a job. Finally. The institution of um, Los Angeles. Yes. Um, and so, uh, but I didn't have to leave. <laughs> I didn't have to leave. Uh, higher ed. Um, and so uh, like getting to go back to the Jeffrey's tube, I get to go back to my Jeffrey's tube. And so I'm very happy about getting to go back to my Jeffrey's tube and seeing my, uh, my layout, my, my, uh, circuit boards. I'm very happy about that. And so this, this episode <laughs> definitely resonated with me after my, I had my first week of work last week. And so I was like, Oh, back in the tubes. I'm so happy. That's so heartwarming. <laughs> <laughs> Go make me cry. So. We love it. We love it. <laughs> yep. We uh, love funny it. story about that. Um, I had accepted this position, and but I was also interviewing at, mm-hmm. which is also mm-hmm. a school, but it's it's like a weird school. It's a weird um, school. And so I was interviewing with them, and but I accepted uh, this job, and so I emailed them, and I was like, "Hey, just so you guys know, like I've accepted another position." So don't worry. Like I'm just going to withdraw my candidacy because I've accepted. And so they emailed me back, and they said. Sure. Okay. Great. Congratulations. Good for you. Um, and then the next day they emailed me again and they said, they said, don't worry. We weren't considering you to move on anyway. No. And I said, shut the fuck up. I said, all right, cool. I didn't need that information. (laughs) I had already withdrawn. (laughs) Well, I had already withdrawn. And I was like, did you really need to rub that into my face? Was that from the same person? It was from the same person in HR over at that school. And I was like, so, so the same person who emailed you before and said, all right, well, congratulations. Yep. Congratulations. Came back. Move on. That's fine. Whatever. Cause that really felt like to me, like one person was like, Oh, congrats, dude. And then another person from HR saw it and was like, well, fuck you. We weren't, we weren't even thinking about you. Anyway. It was like the hiring committee, <laughs> like the, the people on the hiring committee were like, make sure he knows we weren't even considering. <laughs> or I was like, like, Oh hell no. Behind the scenes, behind <laughs> the, the scenes, fuck? Mark was the candidate. Like behind right. the scenes, like they were going to hire Mark and they're like, fuck the <laughs> well, only, screw him. The only thing I can think of is that like, that person maybe thought that you felt bad about like putting your hat in the ring and then like absolute best case scenario, but it just seems so scenario. petty. And so, so I just didn't respond to that email. I was like, all right, cool. And I'm like, good thing I have a new job. And, and so this, hey. this position I moved into, it's like a 15 year, like the guy who was in there was like 15 years before. So it's like an established position. Mm-hmm. That one that I was interviewing for was like brand new. They created it because they like realized they needed someone. I was like, I didn't want it. That was going to be a trial by fire anyway. So I didn't want to go into and that. You but probably still, would I'm not like, be in the union either. Oh no. But even just so like, no. don't be petty. Just I, I take, take, I <laughs> withdraw for an answer. That's you don't so need to weird. tell me I wasn't being considered. That's so fucking weird. <laughs> Oh my god! Oh, good lord! Okay, should we archive before we Uh, before we jump into the archive? uh, I've been battling this for a lot while Mark was telling his story, and it's starting to really piss me off. And I need to figure out how to turn it off on my computer. But 
ever since the newest upload to, with Sonoma on Mac, so Mark, you're probably not going to care about this because you don't give a shit about Mac. Nope. Um, whenever I open my phone yes. and I have anything that needs a microphone open, it goes, hey, do you want to use your phone as the microphone? Hey, there, there's you want to use your phone as the certain, microphone? Oh. And so like, no, yeah. So Logic now... Every time, like, I accidentally touch it while we're recording and it wakes up, it's like, hey, you want to use your phone to record? I'm like, no, I'm using a better mic. I'm using a better mic to record into my software right now. Please don't do this. And I get scared every time that it stops our recording, but it doesn't. But I just, like... <laughs> this happens with me with the... Um, the... Uh, this, the... Uh, like, Zoom app that I use for my group therapy... So I literally uh-huh. just have to turn my phone off because it'll pop up it's, every like 20 minutes and be like, you want to use your phone as a mic? And I'm like, no, fuck no, off. Just leave me alone. I don't. <laughs> Trust me. I don't. Like, it's very strange. <laughs> Anyways, we can go to the archives now. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> anyway. Accessing Starfleet archives. Simulating. You may now enter the holodeck. Hey, guys. Hey, what's up? How you doing? How have you guys' days been? You know, uh, pretty easy. I'm really trying to figure out... Yeah, I'm really trying to figure out what was so difficult about Pert's job. I I feel the same way. Whose idea was it to switch jobs again? Lopex. I think it was Lopex, maybe. I think Lopex was, like, so pissed off that, like, we didn't respect what he did. Mm-hmm. Uh, on the ship that he was like, well, why don't we all just take a day where we do each other's shifts? Yeah, it's kind of fucked. Well, I've been doing yeah. Lopec's job all day and yeah. I've been attacked by multiple plants. What? And <laughs> I, for whatever reason, I was in sickbay mm. for a little bit. And like, I also, it just said um, seduce ensign. I don't even know what that means. Is that part of the job? Seduce ensign? <laughs> It's part of his like learning to become human trials or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I see. I see. No, I don't think that's part of the job. Also, like it was on his to do list. Well, it's on his to do list. Doesn't mean it's part of his job. I got I got do laundry on my to do list. Doesn't mean it's part of my job. You're not gonna do part laundry. laundry? (laughs) Did I do? Yeah, I did your laundry, and I I I kissed the cat. I kissed a couple people's asses too because. You have a lot of ass kissing on your to-do list. It's it's frankly it's a little disturbing yeah. if I'm being yeah. perfectly honest. <laughs> well, Wait, on my to-do sorry. list, I put on my to-do list, I put solve Romulan Klingon uh, like like conflict. So, <laughs> dang, we'll, we'll see we what Lopek's never gonna happen. We'll yeah. see what Lopek does with that. Lopek's got his work cut out for him. Yeah. Is that why he's not here right now? Yeah, he's going to be exhausted. I put him. I, I literally had two ambassadors come to the ship specifically for this day, so that I wouldn't have to deal with it, and he would. That's genius. You're genius. Wow. Is that even part of your job normally? No, 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 no. <laughs> I I requested it just for today. They're they're they have shuttles leaving tomorrow. Oh man! Hey, hey, Tom! I just wanted to check in to see if uh-huh. you've been meeting the the sales quotas that I put on my to do list. Also, I know it's not technically not a part of my job on the ship, but it is part of my daily life, and I got to be hitting those yeah. quotas. No, yeah, I've I've been hitting them. I've actually been exceeding them. 
Ah, I mean, that's... Uh, 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 really, that you have been. Yeah, you, you know, it turns out if if you just, like, throw... Like, I, okay, so I got access to this old vending machine that was in the... Uh, that was in one of the um, uh, cargo bays. Somebody I just kind of threw up a vent... I just kind of threw up a vending machine next to the replicator. And it turns out if you just don't pester people and you just put it there, like, people are willing to buy things. So, sorry, you got access... To, is that the one in Cargo Bay 3? Uh-huh. I've been trying to get ask, access yeah. to that vending machine for years. Well, it turns out that when you have a red uniform on, like, people give you access to things that yellow uniforms don't get sometimes, which is weird. I and that and I will take the the blame here because like I thought yellow would get me raising the ranks a lot faster, mm-hmm. but apparently the red uniform like I walked in and I was like, "Hey, uh Captain Freeman wants me to uh you know, go through some of this stuff and and move it into other areas." And they're like, "Oh yeah, absolutely. Go ahead." Hmm. Interesting. I I didn't have to scan my badge or anything. Really? I, I mean that yeah. I, I have realized a, a bit How of a difference. How are you trying to get access to it? <clears throat> I was just going through the correct channels, uh, just because I felt that uh, for once going through the correct channels would probably be a good thing to do. Uh, but this time, so you uh, were you were creating a, a requisition request that was being sent up to Freeman yeah. and seeing if you could get. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah, because you know I didn't didn't want to just steal it. You know I've taken a lot of things, but been trying to put that uh in my past um but i have been noticing with the the yellow uniform on i, I get a lot more sympathy uh, uh mm-hmm. a lot less vitriol towards myself which is new to me yeah. uh turns out when you have a blue uniform on people ask you to look at and do the grossest shit really do you know what a tellerite feline does no it has three no. anuses. Did you know that? Three anuses. <laughs> I did one not shits know. out fire, one <laughs> shits out ice, and one shits out shit. Really? And you I, know what? You, you know, can't I'm, predict you can't predict which one is gonna do which. I'm thinking there's a way we can monetize the shit in the the, the the fire and the ice. There's some way that we can monetize that, I'm sure. What, like a like a gambling thing? Yeah, maybe like a gambling machine. We can turn these right, right. creatures you, into you, gambling machines. You pull the tail. And you like and bet in like you, like a roulette wheel. Yeah. In a roulette wheel. Yeah, yeah. that's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that. Actually that's not a bad what idea. What are the odds? Like how often does ice come out of that? the ice butthole i don't know i only watched it do it once mm. wow dang i'm actually honestly surprised that nobody has stopped you from working like medically on anybody seeing as you have no training in it whatsoever i mean i did some stuff in the camps like triage stuff but yeah somebody let me work on their teeth some dentistry stuff some like dentistry stuff i i've how'd you do not great. Not good. No, I pulled some wisdom teeth. Uh, Bajorans don't have wisdom teeth, so I, it was a bad job. I did a bad job. Oof! I'm sorry to hear that. That was all on Lopex to do list. Yes, he's got a lot going on. Jesus. Dude does everything he, around here. Hold on a second. Would you say that he has maybe uh, give or take around three times more things? Three on times his to-do more the job than we than than we do, and he sleeps three times less than us. What? Yeah, see, I feel like that's a thing he does on purpose. Just like to, he doesn't yeah. have to do that, but that's just him rubbing it in. I feel like pull wisdom teeth and watch cat shit. Those are weird things to have to do in the same day. <laughs> They're very strange. Yeah, and I, 
he could have given that to anybody else. Mm-hmm. I'm sure there's, I'm sure there's an ensign around that that's literally doing nothing right. Also, now. why did we just swap jobs with each other? Why didn't we pass around like a circle? Why did we have to do it this way? I could be um, making a quick buck right now, and one of you guys could be wearing this <laughs> stupid blue uniform. Uh, I'm sorry, McCall. Let's be honest, though. You wouldn't be able to make a quick buck. Yeah, That's it's, not, it's not really. You could do. Yeah, Why not? I, I pull on people's heartstrings not. all the time. I have a sob story. You guys don't have a sob story. Yeah, but your sob story is I got like a sob story. 10, 15, 20 minutes long, and people don't have the time for that no, sob story. No, I'm the only know? one in our group with a sob story. Mine's pretty short. My parents were killed in a. No, in a see, listen, what? when it comes to sob stories, uh-huh. mine is the okay. only one. Yours, okay. Well, I. Yeah, so let's be honest. Your stop story is a little bit self-inflicted a lot of the time. Oh, it's, uh, I called the Cardassians to come subject my people. No, that's not the self-inflicted part. The the, uh, the parts after that are pretty self-inflicted. So about this cat, uh-huh. yes. If we cage it, mm-hmm. we yep. would have to. It have to be behind some sort of glass because the fire. It it's like like a blast of fire. Uh, but that's part that's of part the of the fun, fun. Yeah. and the shit. Is shoots just horrible. Like so maybe, the smell is horrible. Here's what I'm thinking: we put a, like a, a plastic mask on the the person who who is trying. And the ice the ice is like dry ice, so it like fills the room with smoke. Wonderful. We get some lasers going. That'd be good. Maybe that's the winner. Like, yeah. Some like pumping like bass, like mm, mm, yeah, yeah, mm, exactly. Yeah. yeah, and then like uh, the shit could go straight up in the air, so it's kind of like confetti. Okay. That's cool, yeah. So it's so it's this ensign who has the cat. Mm-hmm. So if I go and kiss her, mm-hmm. maybe you guys can go steal the cat while I kiss her. Oh, okay. I think that's a great idea. And it's on the to-do list, on the so to-do I, list. I should probably do it. Okay. I, I could steal the cat. We could also put in for a requisition request. Just to, just for the cat, yeah. Yeah. I'd, just, I'd line with my, my morals a little bit better these days. Like we could get a second cat. True. Oh, so we just like get a new cat? Get a new cat. You you don't have to not kiss. I mean, it's on your to do list, so it's on your to do list. We'll help. She you was that. she was saying, well, that's true. We don't have to steal the cat, I guess. I, I mean, I'm probably I, still I, gonna I, try and kiss her. You should still try to kiss her. I'll help steal the cat if we want to steal a cat. I'm just saying, like, then she's gonna think that her cat got stolen, and we're gonna be in hot water. Like the minute. The minute her cat gets stolen, she's gonna be putting up flyers all over the ship. It's true, they do that. And, those cat owners, right? And then we're not gonna be able to actually put this game together without people going like, "I think that's the missing cat." So if we flood the ship with a bunch of these types of cats, people aren't gonna think about it. Okay, right? yeah. So let's get let's get a hundred cats. Uh, hey, uh, Pert, can you do that? Can you put in a requisition request yeah, for a hundred? It's already done. I'm, I've been doing it okay. as we right. speak because I'm gonna. I'll, I'll, going. I'm gonna go kiss her. Okay. Okay. I mean, what we could do is actually just to get this this operation going quicker. Uh, we put the requisition in. We steal the cat, uh, and then give her once one they, of the new ones. Yeah, and then once they start coming in, nobody will think that we stole it because there's just so many of them. Perfect. Right. Right. And then, and then once they requisition it, and the, the, you know how they have to hold it in, in cargo bay two for a certain amount of time. Yeah. Wait, I think that's why I was able to get. The vending machine is you requisitioned it. Wait, you took my vend. Ah, oh. 
you requisitioned it and then they had to hold it it's because that, they're it's decontamination. That red uniform. I'm it's telling you, uniform. there's a reason I wear the red uniform too. Is you get to go anywhere you want. True. Do you think if I do you think if I wore a red yellow uniform like half and half? That's just an orange uniform. No, just- no, not mixed. Like half and half. You think if I wore red yellow, I could get sympathy and privilege. Eh. It would be depending on which way you're standing. It almost feel like, feel like petty at that weird. point. Yeah, I don't even think it would be privilege. Okay. Just yeah, just wear the just yeah. I'm gonna go empty the. I'm gonna go empty the vending machine of uh, latinum. All right. I'm gonna go kiss that ensign. Just gonna hang out here for now and keep eating my cheeseburger. That is on my. That is on my to do list. Riveting stuff today, guys. We yeah. are on A-game. fire. A game. <laughs> um, oh, speaking of on fire, I did, was that smoke in your room, Dylan? I thought it was smoke. I just lit a candle. Okay. Yeah. My house is on fire. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's okay. It's okay. We gotta finish the podcast. Yeah, I gotta finish the podcast. <laughs> and then you can get dedicated out. podcaster right here. Um, All right, let's rate this. Let's do it. Let's Sucka. do it. Let's do it. Dialogue. Okay. Are we not going to talk about any of the holiday? I guess content? that's true. Let's talk about it because it was. I thought two, we were, we just go through it as we amazing scenes in the holiday. Yes, they were. They were pretty pretty great. Uh, scenes. It's one thing. There's there. The there's a, a line that we quote in our house all the time. And that is uh, the Janeway Protocol. The Janeway um, Protocol. Which is, the, apparently the Janeway Protocol is just to ram your ship head on into whatever's in front of you. <laughs> it's classic. <laughs> I love that. Um, sir, we have a small uh, asteroid small coming asteroid. straight towards us. What, what should we do? Are you sure? It seems a bit drastic. <laughs> it hit right into the kindergarten. All the children are, are floating All into the space. children have been injected into space. <laughs> yeah. Oh no! The, the, it also hit the pre-K. <laughs> In all of my years doing this, I've never seen a worse outcome. <laughs> Let's try it. Let's chi- try a bigger ship. Let's try a bigger ship with even more children. <laughs> with more children. <laughs> The holodeck really oh. was the highlight of this episode. The holodeck was honest. so good. He's like, he's like, uh, if if you're ever in a jam, just try the Janeway protocol. What's that? Ha <laughs> Good one. <laughs> it was so good. And then the second second one that we're counting was the training center, like the training room. Yeah, with Shaq's um, operation because smorgasbord. Yes, smorgasbord. Smorgasbord. <laughs> because there's there's hollow emitters in there and right. it seems very hollow decky. Mm-hmm. And he uses uh, his implant to wreck all the Borg. And Shax is I don't like, know how to fight. Maybe this thing does. <laughs> Shax is like, I use that to teach people how to fail. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was Shax's uh, 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 Kobayashi Maru. Right. Yes. <laughs> I love how Rutherford's moves are. Yeah. incredible he's like ripping like, them apart yes i like i like how they animated that because it was like part like really good martial arts and then part like uh the implant telling his leg to do something so it felt very robotic yeah. 
Well, and then um, this is one of the few episodes where there is a violence disclaimer in front of the episode. And it's, I really? think it's because of that. Yeah, there was a, a disclaimer. And I think it's because of that scene. Because he like rips an eyeball out and like rips Yeah, the, <laughs> he's like yeah. tearing, beating up a Borg with <laughs> yeah. its own limbs and stuff. Oh, <laughs> uh, God. What a delight. What a delight. Wonderful. Wonderful. So those were the two holodeck scenes we're going to be reading today. Yes. And they were both amazing. Wonderful. So dialogue. Dialogue to me, between Ransom uh, and Shax um, alone, inclu- and Rutherford, I think it's a five. I, I, I laughed I the so hard. The, all the children have been ejected into space. Yeah, the that children, the pre-K, like me. the kindergarten, and then the pre-K. <laughs> it was so good. <laughs> Absolutely killed me. I agree. Five. Yeah. Romance. Uh, I guess you could make a bit of an argument that all of this stuff in the holodeck that's happening is in service of romance, right? He's doing it because he uh, has a crush on Tendi. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Also, the love in Shax's eyes after he annihilates the Borg. <laughs> yes. Um, and he ends up calling him Baby Bear, which is a name he uses throughout the whole series for Rutherford, mm-hmm. um, which uh, I love. It's very heartwarming. Um, yeah. So uh, I'll say uh, 1.5. I was going to go with the two. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to go with the two as well. I think like the emphasis behind all this is because of his crush, which feels very yep. romantic. Mm-hmm. Action. Big five. Sorry. Big old five. Huge five. A ridiculously Agreed. large five. He uh, he annihilates the shit out of those Borg. Annihilates the Borg and the the ship is destroyed. He destroys two ships in the in the uh the holodeck. It's so good. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> All the children have been ejected. Well, in the first the first time before the little um asteroid, that ship was destroyed too because he was in a program before the, the asteroid ship. Yeah. Too. Yeah. Suspense. I mean, there's like the small suspense of like, is he gonna is it going to succeed? What is the Janeway protocol? Um, right. Yeah. Is he going to be able to uh, survive Shax's program? Right. This is a zero for me. I, I didn't feel that suspense in all of these just because it happened so quickly. And I think the intent of the Janeway protocol is it feels almost intended as if the audience kind of knows what it is in a strange way. Yeah, it's the year uh, of hell. Jam yeah. your ship into the into the other. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna say a point five. Yeah, uh, point five. Camp. Big old five. 
You too. Oh, you well, too no, saying that that it can't be can't be if it's I, a comedy or an animation. I've changed my tune on this, but yeah. I think in this particular instance, it's more of a four for me because there was nothing that like. I thought the violence was campy. The way he destroyed all those Borg was super campy. Uh, not something that we normally see in a Star I, Trek. I feel like something like the, for me, the Ferengi the, with like the the glasses, like that to me is more camp than what happens in the holodeck personally. Yeah, I, I, I will say I can, I'm not going to say that just because it's a comedy, it can't be campy. And I've never said that. I said when it's a comedy, it's harder for it to be campy because they're making jokes very specifically. They're like very specifically writing it to be funny. And camp for me is the unintended comedy behind low budget and, and a lot of this other stuff. Um, but camp can be very intentional. It can be from something that wasn't intentional it you're writing camp now because camp became something from something that wasn't intentional. but uh, something like uh, you uh, something like rocky horror picture show that was written to be unbelievably campy yeah Mm-hmm. I think so. I, I don't think that was unintentionally campy. I think that that was written from a place of let's make the campiest thing we can. I think there's camp that can be written. The abs- I absolutely agree with that. I just don't. This doesn't for me constitute as written camp. Written camp is like John Waters shit, which is like I just kind yeah. of uncomfortable and strange. This doesn't for me doesn't constitute in that in that type of humor. Personally. I'll agree with Dylan that like the Ferengi was pretty campy. Like they they hit some pretty campy notes with the Ferengi. With the board like the kids part for me was like a funny joke. I don't know if it hits camp. The Borg was like the way he fought the Borg, slightly campy, but not I like, think it was. I think I don't think yeah. the the holodeck, the the on command holodeck, I don't think that was campy. I thought the the over the top violence of the way he was fighting the Borg, where he was using their own arms to beat the shit out of them, where mm-hmm. he was popping eyeballs Absolutely. out and ripping off, ripping off the implants and stuff. I thought that was campy. Yeah, fair enough. It was way over the top. I thought that was what was campy about it. Mm-hmm. I love our. It's a three for me. It's a four for me. It's a five for me. I love our camp debates. It's always good. <laughs> And stakes. Uh, stakes are pretty high for Rutherford. He's trying to figure out his career path. He's trying to change his career path mm-hmm. on top of the romance of pursuing, potentially pursuing a, a girl. Um, and so, uh, like I said, uh, referring back to my earlier comments, when you're potentially changing the way you thought your whole life was going to go, those are big stakes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Especially, especially when there's something you know you love. Yeah. Which is Absolutely. the tubes. The tubes. I would agree with um, that. I don't know how much I feel that in 
these holodeck scenes though <laughs> and also he's he's found something he's really bad at and he's found something that he's, turns out he's really good really at really good that's, at, not yes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's not the tubes yeah that's not the tubes god bless the tubes the tubes um uh stakes they're there i just uh, I, like don't said i don't feel feel them yeah, but not I know necessarily in so those like a, scenes you feel it in his arc of the episode but not necessarily in those scenes i agree with that yeah it's like a two for me i was gonna go with the two two five I would say 2-5 as well. Sweet. All right. What's the score? Did were you I thought you were putting these in, Mark. No, you were. <laughs> oh shit. You're the, you're the one running this thing, Darius. Man. Oh I've been following God. your lead the whole time. <laughs> I was asking. I've been following your whole I've been following your lead the whole time. Me too. There was some That's pauses you, in there. I was like, I don't know who's doing it. I was like, Mark, are you gonna I, go move on from this? What are we doing? When have I ever put in the scores? <laughs> ever. Oh man, hold on. All right. That was awesome. Fucking Great job, me. guys. Great job. Uh, oh, Wonderful stuff. What's wrong with me? You're you producing were... this episode. That's you literally true. You called yourself the producer at the beginning of this episode. <laughs> no, I didn't. You said, I said producer it's, mode. I said, it's, I said it's nice that I can add the producer mode for the streaming aspect of things. <laughs> oh my God. Um, oh, Jesus all Christ. right. Hold on. We got to go back and, and, and do this real quick because you were leading it. I thought you were doing it. My bad. <laughs> this is all staying in, by the way. This is awesome. It absolutely should. Um, we're so back. We're so back. God, without Jan here, we're like a we're rudderless ship. Yep. Jan keeps us on task. <laughs> uh, okay, season six. Episode 17. So I guess uh, while Darius does that, uh, LDS. Any any good local Los Angeles news that we can talk about? My new commute is amazing. Guess what? I don't have to use any freeways for my really? new commute. I literally hop on Santa Monica, cut over Holloway into Sunset, and then take Sunset the whole way. How how okay, long? Okay, no dialogue it? was fives. Uh, Twenty minutes in the morning, thirty minutes at night. It's wonderful. Not bad. Really? That's oh, you're you're closer to the west. You're on the west side, so that's not as Brentwood bad. sounds no, like it's a, that's a hellscape for me to get there. Well, yeah, yeah, but it's to get to get there from where I am. It, like it's the reason I interviewed for a job there. Reason why I didn't want I didn't want to take no, it. No, it's like, it's great. And considering I was, it was an hour to my previous job and an hour and a half home. Oh, this is wonderful. That is brutal. Okay, and my so commute know- is through Beverly Hills and Bel Air. It's like, there's like, tr- it's like shady the whole way. There's trees on oh both sides of the God. road the whole way. Nice. I know our uh, road dialogues were fives. fives. Our actions were fives. fives. What's the romance again? Uh, Dylan? Uh, Two's from you two, 1.5 from me. Yeah. Suspense. Dylan was a zero, think, and a, we we were both point fives. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, point five. 
Uh, camp was a two for me, a three for Dylan, and a four for Mark. No, it was a camp was a. I thought it was a, f- a three, four, four, five. three, four, five, three, yeah. four, five, three, four, five. Okay. And then stakes weird. What two two point five two point five. Dylan was a two. Yeah. Yep. All right. Computer, All right. what's the final score? Um, oh, that's what? No, come the computers, on. Dude. We're having some, the computers malfunctioning currently. Uh, please give the computer okay. a second. Calculating. 3.08 Great. That's a that's a solid episode that's a great, right there. Great episode. Yeah. Yeah. After yeah. all that, we finally got a, a rating. Yeah. <laughs> we did it, guys. We did it. We did it. Oh, damn it. Well, no, I don't even have my phone open. It wants to record with your phone. Really wants too bad. <clears throat> um, yeah. Well, that's the episode for today. Um, what it are we going to do next week, guys? Uh, I don't know. What do we think? Did we decide? I don't know. We hadn't decided. Right. We didn't decide yet. We'll leave you on um, suspense then. Yeah, we'll see what. Uh, um, yeah, we'll see. Um, the computer voice was provided by Verona Blue. The intro and outro music was provided by Bodyline, used with permission from the Midwest Collective. We're a part of a podcast network called Indiesaurus. You're listening to an Indiesaurus production. Go check them out. They have a website and stuff, and they got a lot of other cool podcasts that are all kind of nerd and pop culture-y podcasts. Mm -hmm. Uh, As always, Paramount Global... CBS, we are a fan podcast. Please do not um, mess with us because we are just trying to do our thing and have a good time. We are. Yes. Yeah. 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 Man, Paramount sucks, dude. They all, all streaming services suck now. And we're in this weird hellscape where like they're all owned by three people. It's very unfortunate. Who all suck. And the only one that's not like a big studio is Netflix which is now a big studio again and they suck ass as just as much. Yeah, they're they're we can't say they're not a big studio. They're the one of the biggest studios. I'm now. just saying like uh is was like a third party platform at one point. Right. The only one that was Probably that. Amazon as well. Yeah, I can't complain yeah. as much about Netflix because Netflix has funded my family for multiple Fair jobs, enough. So fair enough. There's a difference between uh, making money from these corporations because you have to survive That's and true. Uh, true. liking these corporations. Same with HBO. Thanks, HBO. Um, <laughs> <laughs> <okay>. <laughs> uh, you, mean, uh, uh, dis- you mean Discovery? Uh, now Water it's Discovery. Discovery. It wasn't at the time. Now it is. Yeah, yeah, it's true. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, well, man. thanks for listening, everyone. Well, um, yeah. To make sure to check out our Discord and it. Instagram and Twitters and all that fun stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. We got some great stuff going on, on the Twitter or on the sorry the Discord. 
Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot of fun. Um, and like we said, uh, we hope you have a good week and we'll see you next week. Computer and program. Woohoo! What a who. We spent virtually every free hour in the hollow suite. And for a while, I almost forgot he was a hologram. That means the holodeck safeties are off. Computer, execute complete shutdown of the holodeck. All holo simulations have been terminated.